0: Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. Greatness starts with G. Why are they allowed to schedule them that far in advance? What are they, my dad booking a family vacation? Hello! Mm, big piles of trash on your futon. <sighs> Hello, uh, sweet, my sweet darlings. Hello, sweet darlings. Welcome to Sports the podcast that ends with a question mark. Oh, but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hello. She's Christine. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And this is today's question.
1: Hello, Katie in the Union. This is Nick from Massachusetts calling in on uh, oh. Monday morning. Uh, I was just listening to Spotify on the way
0: into work, and the song Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest came on. And it made me think, what is your favorite one-hit wonder? Thank you. Love you, mean it. Bye. Nick, love you, mean it. And I believe we've told you this many times before. And Travis, you know these have to be really good questions in order to use Nick from Massachusetts because if I recall correctly, Nick from Massachusetts has had like seven voicemails on this podcast (laughs) and also has a friend who eats hot dogs with peanut butter and mustard or something. Something gross. Wasn't that Nick from Massachusetts? Travis, what's wrong? Why aren't you saying any words?
1: I, is this the same Nick? I don't – my memory is –
0: It's definitely the same Nick. What, it was a good your question memory? Though, right? Mine is the size of a pea
2: and yours somehow – I mean how how many Nicks from Massachusetts are really calling in to the – I mean I'm sure there's more than one but there can't be that many. Yeah. I'm just going
0: to assume this is Nick from Massachusetts. And Nick, if you say could in the future
1: just start changing up the cities. Thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm furiously <laughs> Googling while we're having this debate <laughs> – it, to try to find out if my favorites actually are, nope, they're not. They're not one-hit wonders.
1: I will say, I will uh, give you one while you're researching. Okay. Who let the dogs out?
0: Who, 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 mm. who? Didn't they that have a, a second song? Ah, uh, I don't think so. You know what, Dan and I did the entire first verse of today just uh, extemporaneously while sitting in the living room. Was uh, was it called the Bad Touch Bloodhound Bloodhound Gang?
1: Remember Ooh. that, you
0: and me, baby. Eh? Yes. I know all oh, the words yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, which makes me sad and upset. Um, but I do know them, and I can't deny that fact. But that's not my favorite one-hit wonder. Man, anytime there's a question that's like, what's your absolute favorite this thing? I'm like, well, I don't want to answer just in case I forgot one that really is important to me. Yeah, I don't have a It doesn't have to be your favorite. favorite. What
1: are some good ones that you it like? It says
0: right there, favorite. Nick from yeah, Massachusetts I mean, he, said he favorite. He wants to
2: know our favorite. I don't know if yeah. this is and my I don't favorite. I do to, to him. Yeah, I don't all I'm gonna say right off the bat, I don't know if this is my favorite. If I put okay, more thought good. into it, I Smart. might come up with another one. However, sure. uh right. a few good years disclaimer. ago, somebody that I used to know by I think Gautier. Gautier, that's yeah. how you pronounce it? That was a good that's song. a good one. That's a big one. Yeah.
1: Do you remember Chicken Little Soup?
0: Yeah, with a soda on the side. Who was that? That was Lil Mama?
1: Uh no,
0: that was she did lip gloss. Lil Kim? No. Webster
1: and Young B. Okay. So I never voice knew oh, that's what right. that is.
0: I never knew the answer. So I was searching in empty boxes Chick-a- in my noodle head. Chicken
1: noodle soup. And... Chicken noodle soup, Chick-a-noodle a soup one. One. with a soda on the side. And let it rain and clear it out.
0: Oh my oh. god. Oh my god. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't edit this out. Please leave this. Please let it oh, rain. that was incredible. Don't clear it out. That watching him do it was um Oh, he's still was, going. Oh my god, he's still doing oh, he's still it. Going. Yeah, he's letting it rain and he's also oh, wow. clearing it out. That's I need a, to see Travis
2: at a wedding dancing. I in the middle was of dance thinking tour. the same thing, but
0: then see. Christina. But then I simultaneously thought, like, I don't think I ever want to see Travis at a wedding. Why'd you just put your hat on backwards? What's happening right to? now?
1: I just want to. I uh, don't a like, wedding right, though, I'm, man. I'm, I love. Got to
0: be cool now.
1: Uh, I love to go pull up the shopping cart at a wedding. Uh, the invisible double dutch.
0: That's like the you're lawn doing mower? wedding stuff from 10 years ago.
1: Uh, lawnmower, not so much.
0: Uh, yeah. Going shopping at the grocery store, lawnmower, water, the water, s- the sprinkler, all that.
1: What about uh, Stacy's mom? Does that kind of a one-hit wonder?
0: I think so. Wasn't that f- Fountains of Wayne? I don't know. Yes. Was that somebody no, else? Yes, but it was. These I are yeah, all for memory, folks, them. so when I get them wrong... It's okay. I'm just trying to remember don't them. Don't yell at us. "Teenage Dirtbag" by Wheatus. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good I'm one. Just I know it, a so. Teenage Dirt. Yes, you do. What's um? It's been in every movie ever.
2: That reminds me. Along the same lines, uh, my own worst enemy. Who sang that? Because I've never heard them Whit? sing anything else. I don't know who sings it, but I I actually it's heard no it. It's no surprise to um, me. Um, yeah. Yep. 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 That's a good one. Yeah, those by Lit. I, uh, I, heard, I heard that a cover band sang it over the weekend, and I heard it and was like, I haven't heard this song in so
0: long, and I've never heard them come out with anything else. What about Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground? Remember that song? No.
1: It sounds Can't familiar. Find.
0: Or was Blind Melon a one-hit wonder? No Rain? are these too old for you guys? Are you not on, are you not familiar with You these can't songs? say
1: too old when I am your age.
0: I'm just yeah, saying but, if you don't know Sex and Candy then you weren't watching MTV in the ni- late 90s, early 2000s.
1: If it was on TRL, I saw it.
0: Okay, it probably it definitely was.
1: Uh a little achy breaky heart, Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh
0: God, it's not a there. good. It's a fine song, but it's certainly not your favorite.
1: Oh, you put oh, that, that song on it. It, it gets the people going. Not
0: even close to my favorite list. Who What about gets that? Who going? Was that it New gets Radicals? That song about you get what you give. That was in everything back then.
1: New Radicals.
0: Don't give up. Wasn't that New Radicals? Oh, that yeah. You got the dreamer's disease.
1: Oh, well, I do the- that song.
0: What about the flagpole? What about Flagpole Sitta? Who sings Flagpole Sitta? This is good. This is what people, if you did prep for the podcast, would. Talking Harvey about Danger. Harvey Danger. Is that a one hit wonder? Because that song slaps.
1: The fact that we that didn't song? like it. Th- if you don't know it, then it most likely was like one hit wonder. If you're someone else is coming up with it.
0: You, you definitely know that song. These are all very, every song I've said is a popular song. I'm
2: also really bad at, especially when it comes to One Hit Wonders, remembering the title and the artist, I just it, it can't do. It's the same thing when it comes to remembering the actor or actress in a specific movie. I just can't think of it. Have you thought of Teenage Dirtbag yet and recognized it?
1: No, I haven't.
2: I, you, I, you have to know it. I'm sure if we played it, you'd know it. Nope.
0: Ah, that song it slaps, and then just last one for you to have context. You really don't remember this song,
1: yeah? I know that one.
0: That's Sex and Candy.
1: Oh, okay. See, it's just sometimes remembering the song name with the yeah, actual song. you should artist. know
0: that. Wait, was Natalie brulia one hit wonder?
1: No, I feel like she's had a few bangers. Mm-hmm.
0: Might just be torn. I have no idea. Which was a jam. <laughs> well, Nick, I'm gonna say teenage dirtbag. I think.
1: Nick, thanks for calling in.
0: Yeah, thanks for. Call- you ever done that before? You know who's got. You know who's got our number saved in their phone? It's Nick from Massachusetts. <laughs> Nick okay? definitely has it. Nick from Massachusetts knows how to cut through the clutter. If this Nick has a my personal contest. he Nick calls me be,
1: and leaves a voicemail.
0: Yeah, he, that's it. He doesn't. Yeah, he just leaves Travis a te- He sends him a text. And then Travis has a voice actor reenact a voicemail that Nick would have left because he doesn't have to leave voicemails because he's Nick from Massachusetts. But if you're just a regular listener of this podcast, you could also save it in your phone. Travis's phone number is, hold on, let me get it. It's <laughs> 860-506-5571. Yeah, he knows it too. Uh, so it's that. Uh-huh. Put it in your phone and uh, leave us a, a question. Hi hi it's wednesday man i have really that thought it was is. thursday all day long and it's not this always happens to me i think my brain just thinks that weeks are four days long and so it gets very confused in that middle day where it's like what's this one for
1: you were the one that actually was on time mm. christine and i, oh, I were know two hours tell early them.
0: tell them dude
1: christine yeah. and i connect and we're like chatting and i'm like it's like 10 after she's not even in the dock yet i'm like so i'll send a text like what's your eta and you're like uh we said five yeah i got Did a what's your
0: eta when i was at dan's apartment in the midst of building a sofa and i was just like what's my ETA? my eta is five we said we were going to do it at five yeah and travis and i hopped on at three in the afternoon and we're both just <laughs> but like, i felt hey. really bad because you weren't <laughs> texting me until like 3 15 or 3 18 and i was like man they've been sitting there thinking i'm coming technically they're wrong but even still i, I still felt bad Cause usually it's we were just... just chatting it up, having a great time, and then I <laughs> realized that uh, you were not
2: coming. Oh, yeah, we had a great yeah. pre pod. Well, well,
0: point moral of the story: I had, I was, I did the schedule right. Yeah, you That's were a right. Big win for we me that and putting together a couch today got two, two things big in wins. one day. Two calm down, wins. Katie. And then I've got a big L because I'm I can't go with Dan this weekend like I was supposed to. My mom got sick and she can't come watch Myrtle. Uh, oh. And so I got to stay here with my dog. So that fun, exciting thing I said I was going to do, I'm not doing it yet, but maybe soon. <laughs> maybe.
1: You still hang out with Myrtle, though. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's the upside. Yeah, I still get to be around my dog, who I love and is great, and who when we both left today to go build Dan's couch and then I came back, she acted like she hadn't seen me, like I had left for war. Um, oh, that's the best it is, it is, Christina. But at the same time, um, I think my dog's going to have separation anxiety. And oh, 100%. And so I think moral of the story is just like, I don't, um, I'm not going to go to work anymore. <laughs> I think so just I'm going to be a stay home dog mom. Yeah, yeah. I'll just produce content out of my home. And um, my dog will never have to worry about the separation anxiety because we'll never be separate. Maybe I have a touch of separation anxiety as well. Maybe I don't like not being around my dog.
1: Let's get you a cardboard cutout when you're not there.
0: She has a... Oh, God, that's terrifying. She has a um eye infection. And the vet gave us an ointment. Boy, do I hate having to say Oof. that out loud. But the, the, the last time they gave her a, a eye drops. And this time the doctor said that it... Are they doctors? Yes, right? The vet said that yes, they're doctors. The yes, veterinarian. That, um, they're animal doctors. That putting putting um, ointment in the eye was a lot easier than drops because a lot of people miss with drops. And I looked at Dan and I was like, I don't miss, but okay. So I went to put in the ointment, and it's um, remarkably (laughs) difficult. You have to pull her eyelid off her eye. No. No. Many humans are used to because, you know, we just do that because we play with our faces and we have opposable thumbs. But a dog, I realized when I did it to Myrtle, I'm like, this must be the first time anyone's ever done this to you, that you've felt your eyelid separate from your eye. And guess what? She reacted accordingly. She did not like it. And uh, I was trying to (laughs) put this like translucent lotion into her eye pocket and she didn't like that and it was very hard to do and I think all I ended up doing was smushing it on the outside of her eye and now I don't know if she's gonna get any better so it's been a tough day it hasn't been that hard that's just uh I got frustrated because putting lotion in an eye is that doesn't sound I, I signed up for it. I guess my mom used to do it when I had conjunctivitis but I'm a human who has at least even just a little bit of reason
1: I'm not a doctor, I but I feel like And you can talk better, to a human. Or... Like
0: you can, like if you're administering medicine. I, I don't talk to
2: Myrtle. You're to... outside your mind. No, but. in a constant state of conversation with this dog. As, as much as I would love to believe that dogs can understand what we're saying. Mm, and if although. If you go to the gym you know, for long
0: enough, you b- start to believe it. Because yeah, they start that, reacting to things you say. And you're like, what's like, up? I knew you understood we're me. Connected. I knew it. I knew Um, you were smarter than they say.
2: I would like to believe that they understand everything you're saying, but it's obviously very different than a human who you're giving medicine to who you can say, it's okay, you will be fine. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so I didn't enjoy putting lotion into my dog's eye. And um, I'm not going away this weekend. And I built a couch. And I feel like that's it.
1: That's a productive day.
0: It's not. Really, maybe today, but not like
1: the I guess other that just days. is more speaks more about me and what I declare productive than what's <gasps> oh! productive.
0: Oh, I got the best um, meal I've had. This is the literal highlight of my week has been I got delivery from a place that I've never gotten before, but that I've heard about. But I've never gotten delivery because it doesn't seem like one of those restaurants that can just bang out delivery. It seems like one of those places you go and it's all about atmosphere and it's old and it's cool. Um, And so but I was, you know, alone for dinner. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to try this place. And I ordered it was like a French bread pizza with pancetta, and I think pesto, but that wasn't even on there. And then a deep-fried, so breaded and crusted, uh, poached egg. Whoa. Um, It was... On the pizza? Yes. It was so... That sounds amazing. ...good. It was the first time I've bit into, like, a food, and, you know, when you're like, oh, this looks good, I I think it's going to taste like this. And then you take a bite, and it tasted exactly how I wanted it to taste. It was was so good that um i'm I, like already thinking i stood in my kitchen and ate it i didn't even like get i didn't set myself up a plate i didn't grab a drink i didn't sit down like i just that was excited. like this rules it was so good
1: what on the menu made you say like i'm getting that was there a photo next to it or was it just no
0: no picture i actually ordered too much food because
1: that's not possible
0: I didn't know what to expect, so I ordered. I also ordered a skillet cookie that I haven't even eaten yet because I didn't have room for it. Ooh, love a skillet cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was delivered with ice cream, and the ice cream was melted, but I'm like, what are they going to do about that? They can't do anything
1: about it. Yeah, ordering a skillet cookie, I love a skillet cookie, but I feel like that's that's one of those things that you have to get there.
0: They delivered it undercooked, which I think was their way of being like, you can pop this in the oven. Yeah, Um, I think that's what most places would do. This is all it said. There was no picture. It said carbonara Italian bread pizza, pancetta, pecorino, and crispy poached egg. And I was Ooh, like, I'm into that. That sounds amazing. It was incredible. And it showed up like in, it looked like somebody had made it in their kitchen and put tinfoil around it and sent it to my house. It was in like a, a metal tray. Like somebody's tasted, grandmother made it for you.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah like that's how so you know it was going to be banging.
0: Yeah, yeah it ruled. Uh, and so shout out to uh, Antique Bar and Bakery in Hoboken. It was a delicious...
1: Can we leave a five-star Yelp review for you?
0: Yeah, if you want to, but I don't think you've ever done that in your life. I think it would get flagged. They'd be like, this is not... Somebody must have hacked your account. What is this five-star review? I've left five-star five reviews, reviews before. The bar staff.
1: No, I've left five-star reviews before. I, You know what? I'm a little offended by that. Are you? Yeah.
2: Where have you I, left I a five-star review?
1: Uh, I know there was one restaurant near a brewery that my dad and himself. I went to. I leave five-star reviews all the time. Back off.
0: Okay. What? Ooh, I'm sorry, okay, Mister. You're right. I'm sorry. What name? Name some of your other favorite places to leave five star reviews.
1: Any good place that I go to, if I I like it, I'll leave a review.
0: Great. I'm sure that'll help boost their business. Not saying the name of it on this widely listened to, I can't most think popular of them right now podcast. So, well, okay, um, Christina. Um. Well, today. What's up? Today's been a day. Today's
2: First of all, just before of we get days days to
1: it, where,
0: what? Yeah. before we
1: get to your story, Christina, can you adhere to the, the doc and at least <laughs> reformat the font?
0: Christina wrote her little, like, friendly banter notes in size 75 font in the doc, you know, so they do seem... Today has do seem been like, a day. I okay, just, okay, let's
2: hear it. Ugh. Nothing, like, super annoying has happened. It's just one of those days where I woke up sad and everything that's happened oh. to me today has just been, like, ugh. Like, really? So mm. I had I had a whole bunch of, like, laptop issues. I didn't have connection to my email for 95% of the day. Um, so it's, it's just been, like, a hassle. Most. Oh, well, yeah, but it's also been a hassle Free when, like, no day. people are trying to reach you all day via email. And your boss is texting you, like, hey, why? Where yeah. are you? And I'm like, oh, hey, sorry, I've been on the phone with IT for six hours.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's the worst.
2: Super sucked. Um, Mm -hmm. But the highlight of my day. So in the midst of all of this, when I'm sad or don't feel like doing anything, when I'm in a funk, I ignore everybody, and so I don't, I don't text people, I don't answer the phone. My mom will, you know, think I died because she didn't, you know, I'm not answering anybody's texts or anything. So my grandparents called me this morning just to check in like they always do. And I didn't answer them because I looked at the phone and was like, I can't be fake happy right now. And Mm -hmm. they are the cutest people. And I don't want to explain that. I don't feel good. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, let it ring. They always leave a voicemail. And the the thing that cheered me up is the fact that the only people who leave me a voicemail on my phone are my grandparents. They leave it together because they always call me on speakerphone and it's a it's a, a duo message. Uh, let me see if I can play it. Really you let it ring? Do you it. clear
1: it out afterwards?
0: Uh, what do you mean? Travis, shut up. <laughs> oh my God, He's Travis. trying to be, yeah.
2: Uh, I, all right, let me he, You like
0: sat on it. You were so proud of yourself. <laughs> and it went right over my head. All right, mm-hmm. let me see.
2: Let me know if you could hear this. Just checking in and see what you and Mike are
0: up to. Uh, we will talk later. Love you both. Bye-bye.
2: It takes them exactly 12 seconds every time. How do you they know it's me. both of them? I only heard one. Oh, because my I know. Poppy I thought they were now. gonna do like, "Hi, it's Grandma." Hi, it's Grandpa. Um, so did I? He's he he leave just you sits a there. Message. He, he sits there and waits for like Grammy gets all, rid of all the details. She's the one who talks, and then sometimes he'll chime in at the end and go, "Love you," but doesn't he doesn't do the talking? Grammy does the talking, but it <laughs> takes her exactly twelve seconds to call, and she always says, "Oh, by the way, my boyfriend's name is Mike." I don't know if I've ever said that. I figured. but yeah, I assume she I will always like call. Doesn't ever. Uh, doesn't ever forget mike so she'll always say hi just calling in to check on you and mike uh, that's really love sweet you. i'm like you are so precious that's really
0: cute so yeah that was old people of my don't day. understand that what that a missed call handles that and i think i appreciate yeah. it i think it's sweet like my dad will be like hey kate just calling to say hi uh i just want to let you know i called so give me a call back when you see this thanks and i'm like dad um I would have done that if you just called and I didn't answer, and I saw exactly, and, and that's bad. why I'm not going to explain that to them. That like I can Oh yeah, no, yeah let them have you their... leave
2: you. You call me, I see it, I call you back. You don't
0: need mm-hmm. to leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. I love leaving voicemails.
1: The upside of it is, if you're ever having a down day or something, you can go back and just play it and hear the. Oh, voice, I do do that cheer actually. You up.
0: Yeah, my voicemail box is is always full because I never delete it because I know exactly my voicemail
2: box is literally full of Poppy home, poppy cell, grammy grammy cell. It's It's it's, so cute. It's the same voicemail over and over Yep, exact same exact same voicemail.
1: What's the longest like how are they all like the same way?
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, I'll just go down the list here. This one is the one that they left this morning was 12 seconds Yesterday was 11 seconds. Ooh. Last last Wednesday was 12 seconds. Uh, last Tuesday, 17 seconds. Whoa. They had a
1: lot to say.
0: That they had a, a lot to say.
2: Uh, you
1: should maybe answer the phone a little seconds. more often, Christina. Yeah. I'm damn,
0: sounds person. like you're ignoring your grandparents a hell of damn, a lot. Damn, millennials. Millennials. Yikes. I screen phone calls a lot. What can I say? Uh, voicemails rule because if there, it's if you're me and you hate – I used to have a legitimate phobia about talking on the phone and I'm still not Ooh, yes. very good at it. Yep. Um, it's just some, like calling to make a doctor's appointment. I have to play through how the conversation is going to go a million times in my head instead of just – existing in the moment and dealing because when with it they ask as you happens, a question that throws you off guard yeah. you're like and a lot i of, don't know look, a lot of receptionists i don't know if that's now a bad term but the people who receive the phone calls and answer them at doctor's offices a lot of times it's you know it's their job so they do it all the time But they just don't realize that you are like, I don't know what I'm doing and you know all these things and health insurance makes me anxious because I never really understand any of the words associated with it. It's just a whole mess. But uh, whenever I used to have to make a phone call that I was like, oh God, I would pray that I would get their voicemail so that I could then just be in control. Then I could be like, here's the three things I wanted to tell you. Call me back when you can. But I already got the three things out, so I'm not going to mess it up.
1: But now I don't have to because I have.
0: Yeah. Well, no, True. always on there, but that's they don't bleep it out. They didn't pay for today. <laughs> no, no such thing as a free lunch. Sorry, bleep bleep, but uh, not today. Uh, Dan, when we first started dating, was still ordering food by making a phone call. What? But he would call. I do restaurant. that
1: when I order pizza.
0: Even
2: if yeah, the, but even if the restaurant is on, you know, one of the delivery services, he'll still call.
0: He did.
1: It's not even a half mile on the road, so I like I go pick it up.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess when I go to Framingham, no, I'm calling food more often, but that's just because I assume that they don't have every restaurant around. The game changer that. is well,
1: making re- reservations on an app and not having oh a call. Oh my god, it's brilliant. Oh, that's yeah. the game changer's yeah. reservations. Bleep, bleep,
0: bleep that app that does the bleep bleep.
1: I have no yep. idea what the app is.
0: It's called. No, No that's the best. (laughs) Just bleep it. I um,
2: I don't remember the last time I called a restaurant to place my order
0: because calling a restaurant also sucks because when they answer and if it's a loud bar, it's like most of the times they don't answer. If it's please hold. Yeah, it's yeah, or a they restaurant. can't
2: really hear you. And also and everywhere around, I am fortunate to live on a very busy road with just a plethora of fast food and chain that's restaurants dangerous. and all sorts of stuff. Ooh, so I, I always get hell. food delivered, always get food delivered. Yeah. I'm never like, because even if I did go pick it up, to me, I view it as, it's a waste of my time because it's right down the road. Just have them bring it to me.
1: <laughs> just trying yeah, to boost sure. the economy.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm just
2: helping you out here. As long as you I, tip, I give a great that's tip. all that matters. Yeah, I give a yeah, great good. tip.
0: Good. Travis, what have you been getting up to in the last couple days?
1: Uh, I realized it doesn't take a whole lot for uh, a reality show to get me hooked.
0: Oh, boy. What do we got?
1: So Welcome I was watching life. Bachelor in Paradise, and they kept having previews for The Ultimate Surfer so i the ultimate pressed, surfer so i pressed so, record and they had monday and tuesday episodes it's this giant man-made pool that acts so they can always have guaranteed waves but it's just there isn't a whole lot there with the actual surfing but there's drama because the people like all know each other because they're all like in the surfing circuits so, like i thought it's they were the, all
0: supposed to be chill
1: no there's this like one dude spoiler alert don't listen to the next 30 seconds if you're hooked basically got eliminated because he got <laughs> caught in front of uh, some girl drama that one girl, two sets of girls. There's a group of girls that didn't like another I group of girls. Oh,
2: I bet we so could many girls. Women.
1: Uh. So, yeah. So he got caught in some woman drama and that's <laughs> that really what got me hooked. Is like, oh, it's little drama. Like, I don't even really care about the surfing. Like, give me more of that. Mm. And so, yeah. yeah. It's now the DVR this set is to a, record. the
0: worst elevator pitch for this show that I've it ever is like heard. It's like there I were think. girls and then actually there, there was, was another, a girl drama who were girls. women and he, he did there lady were, stuff. And I was like, I'm in and drama. the surfing's bad and it's man-made. The no, movie. the surfing
1: is, it's really good, but it's like, nobody watches reality show for like that. They, I don't
0: know. I would love I to watch Project Runway for the fashion.
1: I don't watch Bachelor Bachelor and bachelorette to see someone fall in love. To I see
0: love? You don't I, watch it for the love?
1: I watch it for training. What X. could you
0: possibly be watching it for? I saw today that Discovery Plus or maybe just regular Discovery, they're doing a show where they send somebody to space. Huh? It's like who really? I don't think it's called who wants to be an astronaut or like America's <laughs> next top astronaut. I don't it's one of those who wants to walk a, on the moon? It's a competition, and then they're going to send the person to live for like eight days in the space station. <gasps> yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. And I, would I also do that. think I saw, and this is just, I think I saw, but I didn't check, that they're going to film a movie in space. Like they want to film, I guess, like a Tom Cruise movie. They want to film at we least already part make of Make Armageddon in space. Uh, well, Travis, are you sitting down? That wasn't um, filmed in actual space. So <laughs> I think the, the novelty here of the Tom Cruise thing that, again, I think I saw. It'll truly so be authentic. Google Tom Cruise space movie. But um, I'm, how pissed do you think Clooney is that he did space movies and they didn't do it for real? And now Tom Cruise gets to be the one. Is Jeff Russia Gaza racing still to beat like Tom... people? Up Russia. Into space? So, this is the new Cold War. Russia is racing to beat Tom Cruise and NASA to f- be the first movie shot in space. All right. The Russian well. space agency Roscosmos, Roscosmos, that sounds like rock lobster, uh, announced Thursday that it had selected its crew to headline the film, which will be called Challenge. Okay. Alright. So Russia is trying to get, we're we're now competing to be the first person to film a fake moon landing on the moon. Isn't that ironic? Who
1: will be the first Don't to film think? a movie on the moon and win an award for ironic. it? Uh,
0: that'll be The Rock.
1: Fast and Fairies 15.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos still uh, shooting people up into space via airplane that he says is like, you know, I thought seconds. it was just him.
0: I thought it was just for him.
2: Oh, I thought it was like any billionaire who wants to get from like one country to the next in like a minute. Just,
0: you know, pay a couple that's, billion I, dollars. They greenlit it? It's good? It's happening already? No way.
2: I don't know. That's what I was asking. I saw How a is that going to be good for it.
0: the environment in a time where we're like, oh, owning a private jet's kind of irresponsible at this point. And it, he's like, hey, give me a billion dollars and I'll fly you from this state to this
1: I'm just trying Country to get my and- food delivery to get like you know, five minutes faster.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's different about Amazon now where it feels like every product being sold is a deep fake of the product that I'm looking for. or everything like, is uh,
2: Amazon's choice.
0: Yeah, or like, I'm looking huh. for like, if I'm looking for, let's say, bleep the name or who gives a Clorox bleach wipes. They're just disinfecting wipes. They're actually non-bleach that I'm used to having and I'm looking for them. And I see all these different things that look just like them from afar. But when you zoom in, It's like not sold by Clorox. And when you zoom in, this logo is different from this logo. And I'm like, nobody's uh, saying that this isn't cool. Nobody's looking for
1: a reputable dealer.
0: Just yeah, I just want somebody to sell me the thing that I want. And now they're like free delivery for Prime members should be there by September 28th. And I'm like, that is I thought Prime, the thing I was paying for was to get it in two days. Remember when that's what it meant? Because I do. But sure, Bezos, I hope you enjoyed Edging Space.
1: Grow up and shoot a movie, <laughs> Bezos.
0: Honestly. Elon Musk is involved in this Tom Cruise And then there's,
1: what, Richard thing. Branson? Yeah, that what's he sense.
0: up to? Last I, The last big news story I saw of him, and that's admittedly because I'm not paying attention, was that he like owned an island or something? What's he doing? Is he the going to space? The number one
1: thing when you type in his name and you go to news uh Virgin Orbit to go public.
0: Virgin Orbit?
1: He's got a satellite huh. launching company. Virgin Orbit to go public.
0: I mean, there we go. Okay. Orbit just sounds like launching
1: small satellites into space. A group
0: of dudes at a school dance. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't my best. It was stuff top of my head.
1: Just clear it out.
0: Yeah. Let it rain. <sighs> um, should we move on? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, probably. Uh, mental health update. I'm on new. I'm on new antidepressants. I'll let you know how they go. Today's day one. I'm not gonna notice anything today. Today on the podcast, we're gonna talk about what Travis. Jeopardy. Okay, love that.
1: J.R. Smith update. Okay. Uh, we have an MLB TikTok.
0: Uh, can we get away from it? I cannot continue <laughs> to walk the tightrope of this post.
1: I will get you- no. You asked. For one last piece of information. If it so was okay. We will have, you inf- have
0: that. You have yes, a follow up. I oh have my that God, for Kat you. Travis has sources.
1: I've got sources.
0: Know. Wow. How Look real. how happy he is. He has one source. It's pretty crazy. More but than for you. today's podcast, all of that. Ma- wow. More than you was unnecessary. You don't know how many sources she has. Her grandma and grandpa, those two sources. Yeah.
2: Grammy and Poppy. I, and now I've outed them. Great five. job.
0: Great job. Now sources. everybody knows they're in the CIA. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gatorade. So, Travis, how do you want me to tell the people about Gatorade? Uh,
1: as if you're dealing with a backseat driver.
0: Like I am the no, backseat I actually, driver? No, actually, as
1: if you are the backseat driver.
0: Okay. Hey, uh, Gatorade knows that there's many paths to greatness. So how you get there is totally up to you. And I'm not going to tell you which way to, to go. I'm not going to be like a backseat driver about it. I've got this, um, I think. But I, yeah, no, I, I know you do. I know you do. I just wanted to say, because I drive this way a lot, um, that sometimes you got to grind it out. You know, you got to get up early and put in the work, even when you're not feeling 100. But you can go that way if you want to.
1: Yeah, um, I, was, I was here waiting for you.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I also assume that you know that sometimes it takes staying focused on a goal, knowing where you want to be, and that you have to pour everything in to get there, because a lot of people don't know that. It's kind of like a locals. Locals only know that route.
1: I'm trying to stay focused.
0: Okay. You stay focused. Oftentimes, you just need to dig deep and show some guts. But that's just me. That's when I drive, you know, to be brave, never let anything stand in the way of what you can accomplish. But, um, you know, honestly, sometimes there are days where you just have to, like, get in the gym and see some gains. You I know, swear, put in the reps I'm, and get strong. What's up? I'm trying
1: to, I'm trying to get there.
0: Are you going to get there by putting in all the reps and getting stronger each day?
1: That, that's the goal. We're, we're trying to get there.
0: Well, I know. It's the goal. It's just we'd get there a lot quicker if you put in all the reps and you got stronger each day. But you know what? It's fine. No, whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to help fuel the journey because greatness starts with G. Great. That was it. That was fine. It felt fine. It was <laughs> I like the interaction, Travis. Like you getting I like you getting in on the ad reads.
1: It's trying to get into character.
0: College football. What is going on? With the grown men in charge of college football. <laughs> so, what is their deal? That's the Who question. Who are they mad at? And can they all work it out in therapy, please?
1: So, you have the alliance which is the acc is that what we're calling
0: it the alliance
1: no 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 no. that's what they are calling i actually think that we need to come up with a better name for them because they have zero creativity but the acc big ten and pac-12 have come together for a collaborative approach basically they won't say it but when the sec acquired texas and ou they got Mm -hmm. scared and worried about what to do Mm -hmm. so they get this alliance going Hold but on, they've...
0: before you need to slow down because already I have been con- I have been confused. <laughs> the college football infrastructure confuses the hell out of me because it feels like anyone can kind of do whatever they want. And it's not about college
1: it's... sports; it's about student athletes and the, the better of the university. It isn't.
0: Uh, I'll tell you right now, the only thing I know for sure is that what you just said is not true. (laughs) And that the only people who ever say it are like high-ranking officials off the record in articles. They're always like, I don't know, I think we should be paying the kids. It's kind of exploitative. It's like, okay, you're not doing anything about it. But so when the Big 12 lost Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC people were getting nervous that the SEC was going to be was going to acquire like a super conference power and ironically a situation we used to refer to as the Power 5 conferences that really isn't going to probably exist much longer uh started to get nervous about uh if all of the power is consolidating with the sec and ironically and espn um then they needed to do something to become equally powerful so that they don't all get sucked up into the sec which honestly who cares Every school's always going to have football. So what I don't understand is why they don't all just go, okay, we are all in the SEC. None of this matters anymore. It doesn't make any sense to me. I
1: understand a conference being scared that something might happen because the Big 12 now is in a bad position. But
0: The Big 12 is not included in the alliance.
1: So, Well, that's part of it. But also, the alliance, they came out and said – The three commissioners actually spoke on it yesterday. There is not a contract of any kind between the three conferences. And they said this is built on trust, and if you need if you need a contract, then it wasn't ever built
0: on built. trust. No, we got to find that's shown to work because historically. Built on trust has known wild. to work. Wild, it was wild. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you exactly the people that don't say things like that. It's businessmen that are successful. There's no way you get to that point where you're just like, no, we just trust each other. No, you know that it's in a contract. You have to put it in a contract. Lawyers spend four ever on those contracts it doesn't make a bit of sense why am i logged out of twitter this is not something i was prepared to do. uh so
1: asked about the communications uh not having a contract big 12 uh jim phillips who's the acc commissioner it's about trust we've looked each other in the eye and made an agreement if a parentheses <laughs> assigned contract is what it takes to get something considerable done then we've lost our way
0: and I no, said,
2: no, it's legit. I looked, they looked them had in lost the eye way. and
0: they agreed with me.
2: It's legit. Uh,
0: if you guys need a contract, then you're you're just a bunch of liars. You must only do business with liars because if you did business with truth tellers, you wouldn't need to write anything down. It's all about the eyes.
1: If you're worried about teams jumping ship and your the goal is to stabilize college sports, college football, then you would get a contract. This this does nothing because- if Oh, a, Travis, if a, I
0: bet you would say that if you wanted to build a house, you should probably build a solid foundation. Yeah, and you can't live in a solid foundation. I need rooms. I need decorative roof elements. I don't have time to build a foundation. And if you need one, then quite frankly, you've lost your way.
1: But what this comes down to is a couple things. One is these oh, three nice. conferences get together and create a- "Quote unquote" voting block.
0: I don't know so if that, that's "quote unquote." I think you can just say a voting block. Well,
1: you know, allegedly, okay. I don't know. And then
0: <laughs> it's basically in any room where there's a vote happening, you would assume these. It's, it's an alliance. It's, it's like a straight out of Survivor. These ones will yes, these will all vote together it, to protect their now shared interests or whatever they called it, collaborative approach.
1: And then wh- the other thing is they're talking about they want. So if you're a Big Ten, the idea is that you will play eight conference games and then you will play one against the a team will play against an ACC team and a Pac-12 team.
0: ACC teams uh Notre Dame counts, but And the way. but
1: these contracts, Ohio State for example has games scheduled already in the 2030s. And so why? Because that's just how college sports have always been. You they schedule games 5 to 10 years in advance. So theoretically this idea wouldn't happen until the 2030s I mean unless you're going to Unless you're going to buy out the teams that you're scheduled to play. Why
0: are they allowed to schedule them that far in advance? What are they? My dad booking a family vacation?
1: That's just how it's always <laughs> been. I've always thought it's dumb because when you schedule a game, you think it's going to be marquee at the time, yes. but then yeah. it drops Seems off. Seems like
2: it shouldn't There's be so allowed. There's so
0: many things that happen between now and then that are going to impact. Yes, this, this is exactly schedule. what I say to my dad every time that he's like, so what do you think? Cancun in 2023? I'm like, dad, what? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, ask me um in 2023. In 2023. <laughs> ask me the month before you need to go. What are you talking about? Why are you booking this so far? <laughs> and
1: like they haven't said it, but it sounds like they're kind of basically trying to block the SEC from scheduling big non conference games. Because if those three are scheduling with each other, that doesn't leave room for the SEC. Then the only other power five would be the Big 12. But. The SEC has already been talking about expanding to 10 conference games. So if you do that, they don't really need you. Okay. It's a whole mess. And then you have the talk of college football playoff expansion. And this is where it goes into what you're talking about with ESPN is the TV rights. And are they, you know, they're wanting to hold off until the contract ends. And then this is, it's, they won't, they're trying to say, oh, it's about, uh, the students and this and that. Here's a quote. We need to make sure we have shared values. We keep ap- academics first. We keep integrity, our honor and collaboration together. Kevin Warren, uh-huh. the awful commissioner of the Big Ten, who is the worst ever. Said, he's
0: new, right? Well, yeah, he's awful. Allegedly. That was Travis. Uh, no, he's work. new. No, that's, that's not. That's Travis for is fact. Bias. They're all new, right? ACC, Big yeah, Ten, so Ke- Pac-12 so Kevin, all new commissioners.
1: Kevin Phillips, I need to confirm this, came over from Northwestern, which is why I think it helps uh the Big Ten and the Pac 12 could not do this deal together. They need the ACC And having Kevin Phillips previously coming from the Big Ten helps. And then you have the Pac 12's new commissioner who came from NGM. So he's got how he operates is more business money first kind of mentality. And so No, he's you ca- mean
0: student athletes first.
1: Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, you forgot. mean education It's, it's all first. it's
0: all about the kids.
1: Uh so MGM is
0: big on education and kids.
1: He's mm-hmm. been kind of the driving force with this alliance. Yeah, I've heard
0: this is a Pac-12 push, that it was Pac-12 who wanted this and Pac-12 who asked for this. But you would think Pac-12 would want them to sign and put some ink on some paper. It's,
1: it's the Pac-12 that has, it's, I mean, their TV contract is awful. Their, the Pac-12 network has just been useless Why? for them.
2: Why don't? If the SEC is getting as big as it is, and if, if they continue to expand outside of the two teams that just joined them, why don't then everybody else form a conference and we only have two? Like what baseball does, the American League and the National League. Why don't? Why are there not just two then? If, if there's all this other chaos and there's all these other conferences that can't figure it out, why don't they all just join together and then it's the, you can rename the SEC and now there's two?
1: Because you have in professional leagues, you have 32 teams with SEC adding Texas and Oklahoma, you have 16 right there. The the, the idea that many of people have put out there is go to four super conferences.
2: Yeah, because so then, okay, instead of two, then just, yeah, four, all different regions of all four regions of the country,
1: then. It's people getting offended. What
0: happens to like the Mountain West? The Mac, that's one, right? That's the name. Of- so
1: their goal. Mid-Atlantic. Their goal would be they all want playoff expansion. Every, everybody should actually want playoff expansion as much as like the Pac-12 might be offended by how Greg Sankey and the SEC in Texas and Oklahoma kind of made this happen and then are pushing for expansion because it would help the SEC. Playoff expansion will also help the Pac-12 and these other conferences. So, yes, while it's the SEC's maybe a, they're the one pushing for it the most. It still is better for you than the current playoff format. Which this
0: whole thing just seems like a real mess. Yeah,
1: it's gonna it just get worse. Feels like a bunch
0: of a <laughs> bunch much. of people trying to grab power.
1: It's all because other conferences, I think, got mad that the SEC either went and, and got, got Texas and Oklahoma, else. or they called them. But here's the deal: if Texas and Oklahoma called the Pac-12 the ACC or the big 10, those three conferences would have taken those schools too. So you can't be mad at the sec for doing this.
0: I don't know. I don't get any, it doesn't,
1: it's all very frustrating. And then the other thing is the, the big 10 is, you know, they joined with the ACC and the PAC 12 is the whole academics. And our, our schools care about the academic Mm -hmm. side. And I think it's like the AAU, which is like this, Collegiate association of with the Academic side and so they try to use that As like the front while they're Money yeah, laundering but it in the back seems,
0: Did they realize <laughs> yeah, that <exactly>. how how <laughs> transparent It is that's the part I don't get about college Football is you're just like this all Seems like they're lying to me This all feels like a lie what's the real Truth
1: like Twitter what? what's Twitter just joined together and everyone's like Just mocking this press conference
0: Yeah this is um Who Cool. Uh, the The big takeaway is n- nothing's different as of today. About nothing is this going changed to change. Nothing. Yeah, this changed like,
2: nothing. Everybody's just now. Screaming we're going to be louder. friends
0: with these people, if that's okay with you.
1: Again, it's Survivor.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of friendships and enemies and alliances made and broken, Everson Griffin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I he played for the Vikings.
0: He played for the Vikings for ten years, and then he left. He went to the Cowp. He went somewhere between the Cowboys. The Giants. The Giants. Thank you. Um, in his t- he's now back with the Wait, Vikings.
1: no. You're right. He went to the Cowboys and then traded to Detroit.
0: Oh, to Detroit. That's it. Um, he... he. Uh, during his time away from Minnesota, and like I said, he's back now, <laughs> he tweeted some things, and I wouldn't even say they're necessarily controversial, um, but he tweeted, uh, Kirk Cousins' ass. Thank you. Uh, at the Vikings. I should have mentioned that he tweeted <laughs> at Vikings. So it's yep, not like maybe at, they at didn't the official see it. Twitter,
1: <laughs> but he at didn't do Vikings. period at Vikings. So it's not like everybody got to see it.
0: True. I think they changed that. I think I heard that they had changed. I thought that. they
1: went back to it, though.
0: Maybe they did. At Vikings, Kirk Cousins is ass. Thank you. Um. And then he goes on, like, ask Zimmer if he wanted Kirk. He'll tell you the truth. Who wanted Kirk Cousins? Question to be
1: mark, guests. question mark, question mark, question Lots
0: mark. of question marks. Which maybe he's doing what most people on the internet claim to be doing, which is just asking the question. <laughs> you can't get mad. He's I'm just, just asking. asking a bunch of questions. So um, now, like I said, back with the Vikings, which means he's going to have to face uh, the ass. And <laughs> um, And he said in a press conference that he hadn't spoken to him yet, but that he was going to and Uh i my palms are sweating for him oh Um, yeah but i think in that situation the only thing you can do is come with receipts i think if you're everson griffin you have to be like hey dude my bad but what was up with your monday night football record or like hey but what was up with uh that one game where your completion percentage was like 35 what was up with that i mean do you you going to defend that? It Wouldn't you objectively say that's ass? So was I wrong? I don't know. But I'm sorry I said it. I really am sorry I said it. And I hope you can forget that I said it is kind of my goal. I'm kind of hoping that you'll forget I said that. Um, Not that I think it, because I might still. But I'm not going to, I promise I won't say it again. If ever. you were Everson and I were Kirk, I'd forgive you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also, I made you a friendship bracelet, hoping that this would be the outcome. I I, I might not wear it, but thank you.
1: Oh, Kirk, I have a question for you. If training camp started on July 25th and you haven't received any sort of apology or anything and it's August 25th. Now, how do you feel?
0: Hmm. Man, Shannon Sharp had me blocked on Twitter when Fox Sports 1 hired him, and I was like, hey, can you tell that guy he's got to unblock me and have a conversation with me about it? <laughs> and they didn't, and I was like, yeah, who did I think I was? Um, but it, it I, so I can understand, but it's also just like, yeah, but he's, it's, I would, if you're Kirk, I'd reach out. I'd be like, hey, dude, it's ass. I was just wondering um, if you wanted to catch up sometime <laughs> this week. Now that you're back, so... So I but they see have to do it back. from a distance because um, Kirk Cousins isn't gonna get vaccinated. Maybe Kirk can bring that plastic plexiglass house that he builds himself for his QB meetings.
1: I can't wait for the first like either bad game that Kirk has or great game. Mm. I don't. I can't. He can't be mediocre. The I need him to be really great or really bad.
0: So it either proves or disproves the tweet. How about this? The first bad game that Everson Griffin has. Do you think Kirk Cousin tweets that Everson Griffin is ass? I sure hope so.
1: Just tweet an emoji (laughs) of a butt.
0: Look, you're entitled to your opinions, but when somebody calls you on them, don't lie. Don't grovel. Just be like, hey, my bad. I just really thought that you had a bad game. Did I have to rub it in? Absolutely not. But again, you were sacked five times. Just bring the receipts. Come with stats. If there's one thing Katie Nolan knows, it's get those stats right, and people will really respect you.
1: Numbers okay. never Nothing lie. Nothing
0: but numbers. Numbers, Here, yeah, are my, numbers are my whole thing. Numbers are our favorite.
1: Up what's next, what's the
0: J.R. Smith news?
1: Uh, NCAA cleared him to play ho- uh, golf.
0: You almost said hockey. I almost said
1: hockey, yeah. and you know, but...
0: <laughs> which I actually would be way in on.
1: So he's been cleared.
0: That'd be kind of fun, actually. Okay, so at North Carolina A and T, which is an HBCU, correct? It is. Uh, They have cleared him to play golf which means that he can he can do doesn't he have to still I almost said audition again uh, doesn't he still have to try out or has he done that already
1: the team's gonna let him play. Okay, but
0: I don't know that that's
1: I've got an issue.
0: He already enrolled in the the school to pursue a degree in liberal studies and begun classes, but now he'll be able to play college sports for the first time of his life. He'd been committed to play college basketball for North Carolina under Roy Williams 17 years ago, but opted to go directly to the NBA instead where he was selected 18th overall. Blah, blah, blah.
1: I have an issue and I have an offer. Which one do you want to hear? The issue
0: and then the offer. Is neither an offer? The issue is
1: (laughs) there's players that are waiting for the NCAA to let them know if they're cleared to play college football. and this Week zero starts this week and when they actually have games, most of the teams next week, and they still don't know if they're cleared to play. NCAA, you have time to figure out if J.R. Smith can play golf, a sport that he doesn't need, and there's kids that are waiting approval if yeah. they can play. Yeah. Step up to the plate and clear who, these other who, players. Let's you know move it. Who
0: still hasn't gotten their...
1: Who? Ohio State as a linebacker that has yet to be cleared to play. So it's just about
0: O.C. an Ohio State University? It's not
1: just him. There's other people. <laughs> do you want my offer now?
0: No, but I bet you're going to give it to me. It's unsolicited. Let the record show it's unsolicited.
1: Uh, So, LeBron James James also never went to high school.
0: LeBron James. Or never
1: went to college.
0: Never went to high
1: school. I'd like to offer him to go play college football at Ohio State.
0: What? I'm sorry. Walk me through. Explain to me what's happening here.
1: LeBron James, like Jarrett Smith, skipped college.
0: Um. Uh, okay, yes, so I they now, do have that in common. They well, have a couple have other a things Le- not in again. common.
1: LeBron James was an all-state receiver his junior year of high school.
0: Okay, I have a couple he of is questions. Massive.
1: Though. Hold on a second
0: here. Let him finish. Yeah, he is God, now I in the NBA, so it. he
1: has not. So he could return and go play yeah. another sport yeah, like. But Smith. He's
0: busy, Travis. Yeah, he but still mm, plays. He's I mean, actively playing another they, sport. What are you?
1: So retire. But, Okay,
0: here's my question. What are though. you remember, doing? Why do you do this? What is happening? Do you remember a couple podcasts ago
2: when you, said when this was this, listenable, this when we had things to say that uh, of this very story that you were mad because they were just going to let J.R. Smith play
0: over no, he somebody mad about else Tim who Tebow. deserved? He was mad about no, no, Tim it, Tebow. No, it was it was this
2: in particular where he
0: was saying I know, that but he was should mad, not have been he was allowed. Only...
2: Oh, you were. He was only angry
0: because it was compared. He could use it it to dunk on you about Tim Tebow. It didn't make any sense. He wasn't genuinely mad. uh, Travis has never genuinely felt an emotion on this podcast.
2: So, with that being said, are you just going to allow LeBron James to walk on to this is this is absurd?
0: This is absurd. LeBron James has a job. LeBron James has expressed no interest in going back to school or in playing football. He's currently playing basketball. This is a waste of time. Okay, And we skipped the last story for this?
1: Katie, do you want to feel better about yourself?
0: I, I don't think you have the power. I don't think you can give that to me. <laughs> well,
1: we were worried about the Fernando Tatis. And will be TikTok video.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm starting to... Um, all right. I feel a little she's, better she's already. Just thinking up. about it, allegedly.
1: I've been told by my source that everybody involved is cool with the...
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so, cool. You're good. Well, it still doesn't change. It doesn't change the rules of the podcast. And so for that reason, I will just say thank you for the update. But it does change the rules of my personal life. And for that reason, I will, I'm will. i glad that my schedule has cleared this weekend.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's next? A read. Oh, an ad read. Okay, today's podcast is also brought to you by Quip. Uh, So, Travis, how would you like me to tell the people about Quip?
1: A news reporter doing a live hit with the – uh a loud crowd around them.
0: It's always a loud crowd with you, Travis. That's my microphone. Hi, I'm Katie Nolan, reporting live from the field. We all chew gum, but not all gum is created equal. Some might come in fancy packaging, but they only cover up bad breath. Luckily, the oral care experts at Quip have made a gum that stands out from the pack, one that can help prevent cavities. This is where we'd go into the B-roll package. Quip gum can help prevent cavities and refreshen breath when chewed for twenty minutes after 13. eating. It's sugar free and has tooth friendly xylitol with zero calories. Is that Katie
1: Nolan?
0: The crowd here is getting really out of yeah. hand. Uh, yeah. The slim travel ready dispenser uh, that's available in five colors, Christine, uh, metal or plastic. That's the Christine is the name of the anchor. It just sounds a lot like your name, Christina, but it's not. It's a different person. It's the only name I could Uh think of. It happened. Uh, They come in packs. It protects up to 10 gum pieces at a time, and it fits in about any purse or pocket for on-the-go, sources say. Uh, In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills. The crowd loves it here. Uh, Every three months from $5. Uh, Shipping is free, Steve. I know you'll like that very much. You can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. Spread good oral health habits this Season and join the over five million mouths already using Quip. That's right, five million. It's a little bit more than this crowd behind me. <sighs> it's so loud, you guys. I can barely hear you. So let <sighs> me finish telling you. Uh, you can get chewing for less than two dollars per gum pack. And if you go to uh, getquip slash nolan right now, oh, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. Hey, and doesn't that just sound great? What what you think, guys? Yeah! Let's one go! One guy at least. One guy loves it. We want That's a free dispenser at getquip.com Nolan. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Nolan. Quip, the good habits company. Back to you.
1: So, speaking of sexy. What's up? Uh, so, there was a poll Who done.
0: was? Who was?
1: There, well, with the Fernando Tatis, some people were calling him sexy. Not us. Not us. We would never. College mascots, there was a poll and they uh, ranked uh, the best, worst, and one of the categories for mascots was sexiest. Oh.
0: So gritty. Oh, it's college. Sorry. <laughs> also, allegedly. Also, I'm assuming you mean in their suits, not outside of them.
1: And there's also one for unsexiest. Okay. But so the sexiest okay. Uh, okay. mascot was Willie the Wildcat from Northwestern.
0: Wait, this is America's favorite college mascot.
1: There was favorite sexiest.
0: Okay, but the... sexiest was Willie the Wildcat or was best, oh, Willie best the Wildcat?
1: Uh wait, did he get best and he got best and sexiest?
0: Excuse me. Ooh! You can't be the best and the sexiest.
1: Wow, I didn't even realize that. Wasn't
0: that in Sex in the City when she's like nobody marries the best sex of their life? You can't be best and sexiest. That's not how that is supposed to work. Those are, what's the point of having two different categories? That's like giving miscongeniality to the person who won it all. I want my sexiest mascot, and I want it to be separate. And I also want to know if the people <laughs> running this poll are aware of or in any way familiar with the furry community, and if those w- were invited t- to participate, or if that was too much. I just want to know those, who were determined. They being asked? Who was who polled who's for this? the sexiest mascot? Here's
1: the better one: Which mascots do men and women find sexiest? Men found Mr. Commodore, Vanderbilt What's University's up? mascot, where women said the Blue Devil from Duke is the sexiest.
0: I mean, sure, yeah. Um, I, I mean, that. I, I that see Blue what you're saying, is, is, but he's, who? He's got a big head. <laughs> who, Mr. Was,
2: Commodore who was polled is for this? I was
0: an ass. We need more female mascots. That's what I'm learning. The sexiest college mascots in America, Willie the Wildcat, which I'm, I think they must have just had. He must have had a voting block, a quote unquote voting block. He must have had a lot of wildcat uh, friends that logged in to this and, and voted because he's just he just is wearing a jersey. Uh, the number two is Army Mule from the United States Military Academy. And I'll bet you that's because he's naked. I'll tell you right now, I'm looking at one picture of him and it sure looks like that mule doesn't wear any clothes. And so I think he was robbed. Not being voted sexiest, he's clearly putting in the work and the effort, and he's showing up committed to his cause. Yeah, just give him some clothes. Making a funny face, and then Mr. Commodore is the third sexiest, and then Shasta from University of Houston. I assume is that the woman?
1: I don't know. There's two of them.
0: Then there's the bird from the United States Air Force Academy. That's not a sexy bird by any stretch of the imagination. I've seen a sexy bird, and I'll like, tell you right now, that. I feel like now, the
1: Temple Owl is sexier than the bird.
0: In which ways, Travis, specifically? Now, these aren't athletes, so we're allowed to do this.
1: I feel like it's wings, kind of just like they, they're out further, just, you know... Jonathan the
0: Husky completely got voted as number six on sexiest because of the name Jonathan. He's clearly voted on by a bunch of people who came of age when Jonathan Taylor Thomas was was hot. Jonathan the Husky is not hot at all. He looks like he might be the kind of mascot you introduce to your parents. But that's very different. Again, a completely different category than sexy. Sammy the Spartan, that's a cartoon man. Yeah, but so is... Shout out San Jose State University, though. That's Dan's franchise in NCAA College <laughs> Football.
2: Yeah, but so so is Scarlet Knight and Blue
0: Devil. They're both cartoon Scarlet people. Knight's kind of sexy, huh? He's got Disney Prince vibes.
1: Blue Devil's got that bad boy image going for him. Yeah, the Blue him. Devil
0: wearing that cape, though. Yeah. I'm like, what's your deal? And how come you're the Blue Devil? You're not blue.
1: I mean, his arms are blue.
0: Sure. He's so right. is He's any cape. person wearing a blue shirt? He's got a blue anyway, eye mask on. This sexiest thing is is BS, because I'm pretty sure...
1: So, on the unsexiest side, number four is cocky. I'm sorry? What's
0: yep. up? Unsexiest mascots in America, number four, cocky from the University of South Carolina. Okay. It's a Gamecock. Oski from University of California. That's the ugliest, best that mascot is the I've most, ever is the seen in my life. It looks like oh. a teddy bear that you buy at a discount. Oh, oh my God. It's like wearing a, the, a suit, yellow shirt. Oh.
1: And got stuck out in the rain, too.
0: Oh, my God. That is so funny. What's wrong with Blaze? Blaze could be sexy.
2: The, the <laughs>
0: University of Alabama Birmingham
2: alligator. I mean, I see nothing wrong with that. I honestly think number three, Champ,
0: I think he is a cutie. Look at him. But see,
1: Blaze is kind of like a wild card of the group where you're like.
0: Some people find that sexy.
1: Yeah, but you're unsure. Like, you just can't trust him.
0: Yeah, I think that's why Big Blue came in uh, from Old Dominion came in fifth for least sexy because uh, people really aren't into the monarchy right now. And he's just wearing... wearing a lion or a bear with a crown. We Why can't, we in a crown. We don't know yeah, if it's... Big Blue
1: was on Prince William and uh, right. Meghan Markle cider right, right, right. shorts. Sure. Because... Oh, yes,
0: yes, yes. Sure, okay, sure. I see now. Who mm. were you having these conversations with? Were you silent or were you silenced? Mm. That's me doing Oprah,
1: but mascots can't talk. So he was
0: he was silent he was or was... was he silenced?
1: I think he was silenced. I think he was actually on Megan's side, huh? Yeah. You should take well, this little crown deal what, off What? Who then. did
0: methodology? The study was conducted online with a total of guess how many participants? It's like
1: 1,500, right? Yeah,
0: 1,266. Oh. It was 55.4% male, 43.6% female, and 1% non-binary, ranging in age from 18 to 79. 85% heterosexual. Okay. So that's, um, this is... Geographically using four regions defined by the U.S. Census Bureau, which are the South, the West, the Midwest, and the Northeast, survey participation was heavily weighted in the South, 474, and then basically like 270-ish for both the other. Okay, so this was um, a thing that somebody put time into, and for that, thanks. I guess? Um, The worst college mascot in America is Pistol Pete from Oklahoma State University. (laughs) Is
1: it because of the big hat? And number two is Purdue Pete.
0: Oh, we got a Pete problem. Yeah. <laughs> we sure do. We don't like Pete's. So, University of Nevada, Las Vegas is, sorry, Nevada is, hey, Reb. I think his face rules. But I, your name having an exclamation point in it, what do you, panic at the disco? You can't be, hey, Reb, because then if somebody wanted to say hey to you, they'd say, hey, hey, Reb. And that's, I don't the get The Stanford it. tree quite
2: literally looks like a child's art Yeah, from project. a school play.
1: It's I like,
0: think the Chanticleer is awesome.
1: The, uh, Chanticleer,
0: Chant- the Chante- I think the Chanticleer is great. Yeah, the, yes, the Chanticleer <laughs> should be number one. The Nittany Lion. This picture is not doing any favors <laughs> to the Nittany Lion. <laughs> that is a, oh my see god! What he looks like that. <laughs> it's like you know, like
2: that. Um, you know that thing where it's like you ask your boyfriend, like, "What's my like?" That's her picture. Like, what's the picture you show all of your friends? At, I hope <laughs> to God like, no one shows the Nittany li- nit- Lion like that.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's a really ugly picture. I feel bad because Billy the Warrior from the University of Hawaii is a, oh, a, just a person. <laughs> it's just a guy in a... It, it, it doesn't some feel face like you vote him
2: for
0: worse. Yeah, I feel like he's, he
2: has like an unfair disadvantage because yes. he's just a guy in some body paint.
0: The demon deacon from Wake Forest looks like Mr. Peanut on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, he does.
1: Notre Dame came in as fourth with the most offensive mascot. Oh. And they're pushing back on it, though. What's
0: up? We had a most offensive category?
1: Yeah, it's in there somewhere. I'm trying to find it.
0: I don't see it. Okay, so tell me more. about Because wasn't Notre Dame's mascot, weren't they an Irish institution? Yes. Aren't they the leprechaun? Well, no, I'm saying, didn't wasn't it made by Irish people with Irish heritage?
1: They said it's worth noting there are no comparison between Notre Dame's nickname and mascot and the Indian and warrior names. Mascots used by other institutions such as the NFL team formerly known as the Redskins. None of these institutions were founded or named by Native Here's Americans who sought Let to highlight their you. heritage.
0: Let me stop you for one second. Don't put the word in your statement. If you, it's that easy. The former name of the Washington football team. It's very easy, but people are just like, we said it, and then they say it, and it's like, what's the... Okay. But anyway, uh, none of these institutions were founded or named by Native Americans who sought to highlight their heritage by using names and symbols associated with their people. Our symbols stand as celebratory representations of a genuine Irish heritage at Notre Dame, a heritage we regard with respect, loyalty, and affection. Um, I'll just... Uh, plead ignorance i don't know a lot about N- notre dame uh i will say the
2: only thing i know about notre dame notre is the dame. fact that my boyfriend's family all 100 percent irish um they are notre dame fans and they have he has said to me he has absolutely no problem with this he's like i'm not offended the history of
0: notre dame reveals a rich and respectful connection to ireland and the irish people that is so ingrained that over time the university chose to honor that history with the iconic nickname four of the six religious it just says four of the six religious that can't they must be missing a noun four of the six religious who founded notre dame (laughs) on november 26 1842 with french priest edward sorin were irish okay
1: uh, so number one, Florida State's mascot uh, Osceola and Renegade. San Diego State, uh, Aztec Warrior. Hawaii comes in at number three. Uh, then Notre Dame and then Pistol Pete's number five. I,
0: I don't. Why? Because he's packing. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I don't know that there's a. I don't know that there's value in asking people to rank the most offensive mascot. It just feels like I don't know. On the same poll that you're asking sexiest, it's and like un-sexiest. what are we doing? What is this? But okay. I think that's I hear that I hear you.
1: But congrats really the wildcat.
0: Yeah, for a big win. Sure. Um, can we talk about Jeopardy?
1: We need Sure-hand. to. Sure.
0: So I was reading an article in, it was either New York or The New Yorker. Um, I know that's a, a distinction that most smart cultured people can make, but I know that I signed up for one and thought I had signed up for the other, and now I'm signed up for both. So I had to read this article about how uh, this has been completely botched, and it seems like, and this being the uh, replacement host replacement for Alex Trebek, rest in the most peace uh, as the host of Jeopardy!, It seems like it really did happen the way that we all laughed thinking it happened that the guy who was in charge of finding the next host picked himself. And uh, we found out from that Ringer article that this guy who was in charge of the search and picked himself um, was in charge of the price is right and let's make a deal for a little bit. And during that time was... uh, the subject of some lawsuits that ended up being settled about discrimination. There was a story about a woman who was a model on Price's is Right. Uh, they had laid off a bunch of models. And then after that, the woman went to them and said that she was pregnant. And Mike Richards suge- said something along the lines of... Um, oh, wow, who would not right after I laid off five people, sort of suggesting that had she come to him and said that she was pregnant before that, that he would have laid her off for being pregnant. Um, and a whole bunch of things like that, uh, along with, he had a podcast, which I now know was called The Random Podcast, which is alone <laughs> enough to make me go, don't host Jeopardy. Uh, and it's not just R-A-N-D-O-M, it's R-A-N-D-U-M-B, The RAND dumb podcast and uh, it's so on that podcast he had some just you know not untypical I guess but very unrefined views on women and their roles in society and the things they should be expected to bring to the table to make Mike Richards happy. Um, basically saying that one piece bathing suits make people look frumpy and fat and ugly. Uh, he just seems like a guy who has opinions that shouldn't be said on television. And there's a lot of people like that in the world, but most of them don't get put in charge of finding the host of a beloved television show. And most of them don't then give the job to themselves. There was an interesting piece of information about how he, how there was a a. a a step taken in the midst of all this that should have indicated that we were headed in this direction which was after Alex Trebek died and they were in the process of, you know, figuring out the moving pieces of who was going to take over, Mike Richards went on camera and gave the tribute to Alex, to announce that he had passed away and to say that they were, you know, going to keep the show going. He went on camera and did that. Instead of somebody going and giving the tribute like maybe I don't know Ken Jennings, I'm not even saying he, it should have been him, but this guy we had never heard of who had only been the executive producer of Jeopardy for a couple months. Yeah, like Maybe the he former heard.
1: executive producer. They like asked who him had to been come there back.
0: Forever. Yeah, he left. But who apparently was like. It was. What? I was
1: going to say, apparently was like. He was the one that was like. Had a list of names of like. He was like.
0: Yeah, this Alex had been sick. People knew that he was going to be at some point either leaving because he needed to take care of his health or unfortunately passing away. And they were, they had kind of started the search early in the sense that they didn't want it to happen and them to be caught, you know, with their pants down, for lack of a better phrase. And so they had prepared for this moment and then, um, Mike Richards became the EP. Mike Richards gave the tribute. Mike Richards ran this search with all these auditions. Mike Richards was in charge of who... uh, Which tapes were sent to focus groups. So that they... This throughout the whole search, uh, Jeopardy, Sony, Mike Richards, they were all uh, saying that they wanted to take data into consideration, that they weren't just going to bring out all these people and audition them and be like, he seems good or she seems good. They wanted to use the data. But then Mike Richards was the one who sent, who chose which videos to send to a focus group, so he could easily have picked the worst of any host's gig, I don't know, or he could have picked his own best. Well, they also uh,
1: one of the hosts, I think it was uh, Levi Burton, was like, his stuff
0: programmed he was counter-programmed to the Olympics everybody wanted LeVar Burton to do it they put him on during the Olympics and they only gave him one week when they gave everybody else two weeks the whole thing sounds top to bottom like it's been a mess so he was removed right the last time we talked about this he was removed as the executive producer or we said that they thought he was going to be and now today the news has come out he is still he will be returning as the executive producer
1: yeah last we talked he was office host they were reviewing his uh, role as the EP and and since then, he's still there. And Sony's top TV executive, he has uh, signaled that he expected the crew to move forward from last week's uproar.
0: Yeah. I just Excuse feel- me, sir? The question that I have is... <laughs> Excuse what is, me, what? What are this guy's skills... Listed, ex- what is it he brings to the table that no one else could bring to the table? What is this loyalty to this person? What I think and is why funny is there like, hey, you remember that thing everybody was
2: talking about last week? Let's just move on. But it's like, no, no, wait a minute. What? Like he he this decided the- to put himself in the spotlight. We uncovered a bunch of crap about him, and now we're
0: like, oh no no no, let's just move on. Well, no, we know about it now. Let's talk about it. This is, so there's a, the, the line in the New York, I think it was in New York, New York Magazine, that, that made me send it to you guys and say we need to talk about it because it made it me stand up out of my bed. Yeah, but that's from New York Mag, oh. isn't it? I don't know. Um, There is no pleasure being derived from watching Alex Trebek's legacy trashed in real time by the sleaziest host replacement process since Jay Leno conspired with NBC to screw over Conan O'Brien. Instead, the industry veterans I talked to—this is the author author of this article, who I will tell you who that is in a second—last week were objectively sad about the whole mess and even angry. Quote, Jeopardy is an American institution, one told me. For them to sully its mark on society with this sort of embarrassment, to put it through this— and tarnish its reputation. It's a crime, and I was like, "Yeah, that is exactly." I'm very frustrated with this entire search. Um, the article goes. One of the articles I read today went so far as to say that, like, it's not fair that hosts like Aaron Rodgers put so much work into trying to and and talked about how much it would matter to them. And as I was reading that article, I was like, yeah, well, not. I don't agree with all of it. I don't agree with that (laughs) argument. But I do think that it just seems wild to me that this guy was this brazen that he was like, yeah, I'm just going to give the gig to myself if that's cool. And everybody was like, no, it's actually not. um, It's actually not cool. (laughs) And he did it anyway.
1: The things that he's done is bad enough to remove him as host then I'm Mostly sorry. Mostly because they
0: were things done from a from a behind-the-cameras role. So it's not so even that it's like... So then it's like, all right, we'll put him back behind the camera. In, yeah, in this weird reality, people could argue that... You could argue that the things he did wrong as a... Uh, no, I guess you couldn't because he did it as the host of a podcast... The things he did wrong, he did as a producer. He got a host role. People found out about the things he did wrong as a producer and he got fired from the host role and gets to keep being a producer. doesn't make logical sense to me because it's putting him back in the position that he had weird power that made people uncomfortable in certain situations.
1: And in this article, uh, I believe the former EP either confirmed it or this was his idea, but he said... Lisa Brofman and Rocky Schmidt, which should be promoted to co-executive producers, quote, they have been with the show for over two decades each. And I fully understand what the show has become. So clearly you have two people there that are more than qualified and don't I'm I'm assuming I could be wrong. Lisa and Rocky don't have. You know, things in Troubled their past, past. <laughs> that uh, Mike well, um, Richards has.
2: Question When uh, did Mike Richards say or do the things that he did? 2013, not it, but, I think. I, I know that, like, he that's wasn't not, 14 you know, when he said it. Yeah, and I know that's it's not like, you know,
0: oh, well, when was it? I like, I know that's not, you know, the oh, proper argument. A but, saying that he regrets the way he talked and that it was supposed to be laid back, but he had two female co hosts and the ways that he, like, he asked one of them to show him nudes that she had taken on her phone and she was uh, kind of, like, whoa. And it, it was just he just seems it's a producer who has always wanted to be on camera. It was like water cooler talk is how they described it. That it was just a known thing that this behind the camera guy clearly had aspirations of one day being on camera because he had been on camera but on lesser known shows and he yeah. just had always wanted to be a host. And look, as somebody who works in a li- or used to at least work in television, you I've met producers where you're like, oh, I understand this person wants to be on camera. It's just a different role and it's a different mindset and it leads them to take different courses of action um that that a a sole producer who was happy being a producer and wanted to be the best possible producer uh wouldn't have have gone those directions i just don't understand why this guy would want to continue also as the executive producer of jeopardy um it seems strange to me
1: i'm guessing there's i mean
0: we all know the secret now. We all know you want to host. So what? Go host then.
1: But if he can't host it, he doesn't want to give up power.
0: Well, that's not how it works, sir. You no, but can't, you can't do that.
1: I'm not disagreeing with your. but you said why he would still want to produce. Oh, it. I know
0: I'm arguing with you as if you're him because it's cathartic.
1: So but for him, it's like, OK, I can't host, but I, I was still a good producer. So I'm going to continue producing. He wasn't. Says who? says everything that had gone up to it he
0: also said on his random podcast that he uh he doesn't know trivia he had ken jennings on as a guest and he was like i really don't have a mind for trivia i suck at all trivia i'm so dumb at trivia oh so let's have you host famously the most famous trivia show
1: okay but do you So, honest question, do you need to know trivia to host a trivia show? No,
0: and you could say the guy who hosted before Alex Trebek, I apologize, I'm forgetting his name. He was not known as some super smart dude, but Alex, part of his charm was that you felt like he could play and be fine. I bet Bob Barker didn't know the prices of a jet ski. He's very, very smart. Yeah, it doesn't, but that's, every show is different. And one of the charms of Alex, I'm not saying it's a requisite for doing this job, but it is I, can't, I guess I'm searching this guy. I'm doing a full body scan to figure out what his thing that he brings to the table that makes him unique. And in his auditions for other reality shows... I believe it was the former producer of Jeopardy! or somebody who saw his old auditions and they were like, Yeah, he was fine, but he really didn't bring any unique charm. He seemed like a young college kid doing a convincing impersonation of a game show host. And it's like, that's exactly, you can't have that. Alex was, Alex, Alex was charming in his, in his ways. He had his... He was an authority figure, but it was also he always said the show wasn't about him. He was just the host. The show was about the contestants. And you believed him.
1: And his delivery was just very like not up or down, but it was the way that he did it. Yeah. And it was just like so when he said something like if it was funny, like he didn't break character even though it's, I'm, I'm not saying he was in character but like he could always just hold it together and that's his thing and i will agree and that there like, were
0: moments where you could you, my favorite thing about alex is there were moments where you could see sneaking through his like disdain for somebody his annoyance annoyance with somebody like you could there were these little moments where you're like "Ooh, alex doesn't like this contestant as much as he wishes that he did or like oh alex loves this contestant and thinks he's sweet there were just these little moments and, and and Mike Richards isn't is going to give us that.
1: So who's going to oversee the search now? Because I think be the EP, the while sh- yeah, I don't I think know. the EP should have final say, the EP should be well, involved then, in the search, it, it, and he can't and, be involved in it now.
2: No, what I'm saying is, isn't the article that Katie sent us earlier, didn't it say in there that they're going to have somebody else overseeing him? It said
0: that, I think. But so so know. he so he now is under like watch in his when position. he was conducting the auditions, he was the person who would talk to the guest host and tell them what they were supposed to do and walk them through their audition. And one of the articles alleged that a lot of those contest the not contestants, the people auditioning, didn't even know that the guy they were talking to was their competition. They didn't even he wasn't supposed to be in the running, and then he inserted himself into it. But it was he was weirdly involved on both sides of it and didn't disclose that in the ways that he should yeah I think the the search
2: for the new host is just all sorts of messy and I obviously don't agree with it I think what's unfortunate is and I don't even know if unfortunate is the right word but Alex was such an incredible host that I think that it's it's just making this whole you know replacement of him that much harder to watch <laughs> how it's all mm-hmm. unfolding because he's so irreplaceable that it's like this is just such a mess and yeah, i think it was that, you know, already even gonna though, be hard but they found a yeah way but to, now it's even harder it and so specifically you know, i i don't necessarily agree with cancel culture i think that there is a way where people we are can... not opening this box
0: of worms at the end of this podcast no no i'm
2: just <laughs> i'm just saying very quickly that people there are certain situations certain people can apologize and grow from mistakes but i don't see that here because i think he's very much just like oh sorry
0: let me keep my job Oh, Christina, maybe you didn't see the part where it said he has to go to sensitivity training now. So once yeah, he goes it's, to it's sensitivity exactly. training, he's going to be totally That's what I'm saying, totally is in this fine. situation.
2: Yeah, in this situation, yeah. he's like, please just let me keep my job. I'm sorry.
1: So I'm reading more, and I had I don't know if you saw the stunned look. It was one of the things that he uh, had asked for. You were talking about photos. Uh, quote, booby pics, he asked one of the females. And so now- ah. uh, you know. Sony has tapped veteran business legal affairs executive at the studio Suzanne Prate uh to take a more of an active presence on the creative di- direction and strategy and so she's going to oversee Mr. Richards. Uh-huh. Like mm. if you have to He g- can't be the EP.
0: Need a, somebody to oversee you. If you need a babysitter then maybe you shouldn't be babysitting.
1: This isn't college where you relate to practice so they send a GA over to your dorm to make sure you're awake and going to show up to practice.
0: No, well, it seems like it is for some people. So uh it's disappointing and it's a bummer, but it was really cathartic for me to see somebody get mad about Jeopardy so that I could be like, "Okay, so I can be this mad because I'm very mad."
1: Well, that's the thing is, I in college i every so often we'd be hanging out drinking and watch jeopardy but i can't tell you the last time i watched jeopardy but i've read that entire article and i text you guys afterwards i'm like i need a drink
0: yeah it is uh a mess it's just a mess but a lot of good reporting uh oh yeah that's right i was gonna say the name of the person who wrote the article and it was joseph adalian joseph adalian Uh, that was a it was a phenomenal article Yeah, I just liked it because it it had so much passion in it. And I was like, I could, this is good. This is a lot of catharsis. Um, Speaking of catharsis, getting things out of you, uh, a hot dog.
1: We can, do you want to skip this and just move? No, because this is
0: important. Study claims that eating one hot dog reduces your life by 36 minutes. Researchers at the University of Michigan School of Public Health, Department of Environmental Health Sciences, say that eating just one hot dog shaves 36 minutes off of a person's life. Researchers determined that consuming 185 gram serving of chicken wings. Oh, there's more? Shaved off 3.3 3 minutes of life. What is this? What?
1: Oh, hold on. Hold I on a second. I take issue
0: with this. Sorry, what? Hold
1: on. Hold on. Read read uh, the, the third paragraph. Largely we due
0: could... to the detrimental effect of processed meat?
1: No, no, no. The however...
0: However, consuming a peanut butter and jelly sandwich increased a person's life by 33 minutes. <laughs> Let's and in go. Other oh. foods Such as, I assume that's supposed to say, other foods such as <laughs> salted peanuts, baked salmon, and rice with beans also saw gains between 10 and 15 minutes. If you are, oh yeah, the little I added this, in, for the
1: record, this last one was me doing research.
0: Oh, numbers never lie. In just the Nathan's hot dog eating contest alone, Joey Chestnut has had 1,005 hot dogs. <laughs>
1: So uh well, he's I lost mean, twenty-five just, days.
0: If you're keeping say, a balance Joey Chestnut at all costs. If you're keeping balance of num of minutes gained and lost in your life, um I think more power to you. I feel like thirty-six minutes is exactly how much I've always felt like I'm gonna lose when I eat one hot dog, and therefore this news didn't shock or upset me it was more like yeah i deserved that when i ate that hot dog i knew exactly what i was doing if you had told me it shaves like a week off my life i'd be like damn no more hot dogs for me but 36 minutes think about the last 36 minutes of your life you could do without those yeah but
1: if you have two pb and j's
0: yeah then you get to go back to living normal so here's what you should take away from it every time because numbers never lie every time you eat a hot dog immediately eat a peanut peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you've only lost three minutes
1: and throw them, maybe, just just have, have some salted maybe, peanuts on the side, and you're maybe good. Maybe
0: having a hot dog with peanut butter and mustard, like Nick from Massachusetts' friend, uh, is actually just mixing together peanut butter and jelly in a hot dog. And maybe it's actually brilliant because it's a it, it makes its plus minus zero on on your life minutes. Do you think wings, 185 gram serving of chicken wings? I wish we could figure out how to serve chicken wings and u- universally refer to them as something because 85 grams, what's that? Is that a half yeah, a pound? How, how many wings is that? Is that a wing? Is that I have no idea what that means, but do have you agree that it's worth no three idea. minutes of your life? Also, that's an all-beef hot dog? Oh. I don't think I'm eating an all-beef hot dog, am I? I, are don't, I don't know. What kind of dogs do you they, eat? They were... I always thought, I always thought they, they were, were just pork. a concoction of stuff.
1: Oh no, I always all the beef for the way to go.
0: Like bacon? Yeah, I guess. Kosher? Yeah. Okay, I guess it is. I honestly have like no a idea. ballpark Frank. That's all beef.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess there's probably different.
0: I mean, hot dogs are gross, folks. This no, is, like, no, no, news. no, 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 no,
1: no, They're no, delicious, no, 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 no.
0: but they're gross. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: That's fair. That's A bologna
0: fair. sandwich is disgusting. Whoa, 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 whoa. You
1: might like whoa, whoa. it, but okay. it's okay. it's gross.
2: Right. Fried bologna and cheese sandwiches. Mmm, yes. right,
1: yes. but they're
0: but they're gross. They're delicious. Where it they're comes from is gross.
1: It's delicious, though. Yes,
0: it's. But we knew this. But we don't need to know it. You don't need those thirty-six minutes. You really don't. But I
1: would. I mean. If you told me a chick, just one chicken wing takes 36 minutes off your life, I'd still eat chicken wings. I will never really? stop eating chicken wings. Chicken oh, wings are one, one of the best wing, things out there. Minutes? At yeah. some
0: point, if you've got kids, it's irresponsible to eat another chicken wing. <laughs> I think this, this is just I think this only is bogus. going to. I don't mean to be the person who disbelieves science in a year like this in this current climate. But this sounds like a, a whole bunch of BS to me. This just sounds like I'm dying very soon. Yeah, so but, or you're not eating enough peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Rice but eat hot dogs, people. Live your life. That's 15 minutes to your life. How do they possibly...
1: That's what I want to know. Did you know like get 100 this? people?
0: How did you... How this do you just... know? I can't even...
1: Somebody pay me to eat a hot uh, dog.
0: What? Tra- I'll,
1: I'll be part of the study. Pay me to eat like... I don't know. Oh,
0: I got paid to try to oh. eat nine hot dogs and drink nine. And then
1: they'll see foods. when I die.
0: All right. I think we have time for one more voicemail. Uh, but before we do that, today's podcast, appropriately enough, is brought to you by Trust and Will. So, Travis, uh, how do you want me to tell the people about Trust and Will?
1: Uh, as if you're uh, in a group of people. Don't
0: read the one that's in here because it is exactly the same I as know. the last one. I it know. It says as large I group and people keep talking over I know. you. It's right. the same Thing
1: I know. After I was reading, I was like, "Damn it!" (sighs)
0: Oh.
2: What about any of the other voices I gave you earlier? Ooh. Travis said, "Give me some voices." So I yeah, we've done those before. The the second one you was not mine. This one was mine,
0: and the first one was
2: mine. Second one was not mine.
0: How about it's a? I'll do it as a librarian who's afraid of talking too loud, but she keeps getting really excited. That's a good one. Okay, many of you are just starting out, buying a home, having babies, building wealth, but be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or a trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is so simple. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's convenient and it's secure for as little as $39. Sorry, 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 sorry. You can nominate guardians for your children. You can determine who gets all of your stuff. You can plan for future medical care all from the comfort of your home. Sorry, 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 sorry. Hiring, <clears throat> hiring a traditional real estate attorney can cost... And using a one-size-fits-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and Will documents are designed by estate planning experts and they're customized for the state that you live in. And, can you hear me? And, with live customer support seven days a week, TrustandWill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Gain peace of mind at trustinwill.com slash Nolan and you get 10% off plus free shipping Shh. of your customized legal documents. Do not wait. Don't wait. Go right now. It's really important. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustinwill.com slash Nolan. Okay, I'm leaving. Trustinwill.com slash Nolan. <laughs> Okay, cool. Do you want to play voicemail?
1: Hey, Katie, Christina, and Travis. My name is Aaron from Santa Fe, New Mexico. This is my question. If your life could be made into a book title, whether that's autobiographical and nonfiction, perhaps a little fictional, what would the title be and why? I know we hate examples. This question feels unique enough to where I could provide one. So for me, my book title would be called mixed feelings to document the trials and tribulations of navigating my biracial identity. So what would yours be? Just curious. Maybe you want to do one for famous athletes or celebrities, whatever. I don't know, but no matter the case, I love you and I mean it. Okay. Bye.
0: Aaron, I love you and I mean it. I like that yours was serious. I thought it was going to be a funny joke, but it was genuinely interesting. And now I'd like to read that book, please. Um, I've thought this used to be a running joke, and I think it was on this podcast that Ashley and I would say that's the title of my autobiography. There's just too many. Um, The only really good title I've come up with recently is something pertaining to my mom, and I'm just not going to say it because it may actually become a thing, and I can't say it because then I'll have (laughs) wasted it. And I already wasted that really good Vince Carter sketch on you guys, so I don't want to waste any more of my brilliant ideas. I don't. The title of my book would be like, Why Are You Reading This? The Katie Nolan Story. Uh, Travis, do you? I'm sure you have imagined. I'm sure you have many.
1: I'll have another.
0: I'll have another, The Travis Rockhold Story. <laughs> That's actually kind of good.
2: I like that. Mine would be, would it be something The like, Travis um, Rockhold.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That'd be fine. High State,
2: yeah. Um,. I think mine would be so. Whenever I tell a story, my dad always makes a joke that I'm taking the scenic route because I include all of these extra That's details. Funny. So I think mine would be taking the scenic route, um, or I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's one of the two because I oh, never what know I'm what I'm doing. I'm just figuring it out. So hmm. either taking the scenic figuring route, figuring it out know what as I'm doing, I go, just figuring it out. Yeah.
1: Another um, one would be, uh, I promise I'm okay. So I always say I'm okay and people are like, are you really okay? <laughs> I'm
0: okay. Okay, mine would be, it's okay to not be okay, Travis, the Katie Nolan story. <laughs> yeah,
2: mine would be, I'm not okay, but also I'm okay.
0: No, but I'm not okay.
2: But it's okay to I'm not, not be okay. okay.
0: Yeah. I would somehow make mine so that you have to sing it to the tune of My Chemical Romance, uh, the Katie Nolan story. My Chemical Romance, the Katie Nolan story. Actually, yours is just an audiobook where you're just
2: singing My Chemical Romance the whole yes. time.
0: Yes, yes uh the, the uh going to the gym how to do it with the katie nolan story the benefits of going to the gym the katie it, nolan story. it's okay
1: to drink white wine after 5 p.m
0: the travis rockhold story <laughs> yes huh i was gonna say it's okay to drink white wine before 5 p.m mm well, that's a, we didn't have good answers. You know what, Aaron? Here's what we'll do for you. We'll just bring back the bit, and anytime Travis says anything that sounds like the name of his autobiography, I'll just let him know. And then we'll have all the answers to the question. But again, I'd like to read your book. The story so of some, Travis Rockhold.
1: Nobody that. endorses these comments.
0: What? Oh, yeah, the the views and opinions of Travis Rockhold do not uh, reflect those of this podcast, the Travis Rockhold story. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh the it's this is friendly banter, not friendly ranter, the Travis Rockhold
1: story. I like friendly ranter.
0: This is put in your headphones when you're in public, you moron, the Travis Rockhold story. Okay, that's it for this week's second edition of Sports. Shout out to Quip, Gatorade, and Trust and Will. And shout out to the Mina Kime show featuring Lenny. This week she had Michael Jr on as they broke down every team I assume in the NFL. The season's right around the corner. I tried to buy a fantasy football magazine from CVS the other day and turns out they don't even sell those anymore. So get your get your downloads from your wherever you prepare for your draft and make sure you listen to the Mina Kime show featuring Lenny because you got the season's here folks and I don't know half the people on any team. So I guess I'll have to listen to the Mina Keim show featuring Lenny. Travis looked like you wanted to say something, but I guess you're not going to. Big thanks to you guys for listening. And now again, different later on a different streaming service or two. That was English. <laughs> that, that was, was hard. hard. That was what I said. <laughs> that was English. <laughs> the
1: story of Katie Nolan.
0: <laughs> yep. Thanks. Yes, now we're going too hard in the paint for this, aren't we? Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from Katie. It's not, not me, not. I swear. Before I even read it, let me just say it's not me. Like dunking hot McDonald's fries into sweet and sour sauce. I try to savor every last bit of this podcast. Katie and the union talk about sports and life in a way that is unique in a good way <laughs> in sports media that is both refreshing, nuanced, and relatable. The mental health updates make me feel like I'm not alone and have been very helpful during these trying times. I stand Katie Nolan for life. Love you mean it. I stand you too for life, Katie.
1: It pained me to type in stand there, but I I
0: why? Why does it bother you?
1: Because I hate that word and this use.
0: Why? That's there's no other use. Because it's stupid. It's not. How is it stupid? Well, Do you not famously, like Eminem? Well, famously, I stand, Katie. I stand. Yeah. I'm a I fan stand. of. I'm
1: a fan of Katie for life. The
2: title of this podcast yeah, is We Stand. Yes, stan is a Katie step Nolan. different.
0: The step it Stan is one step further.
1: I'm a fanatic.
0: If you stand, that's stupid and old.
1: That's I just stupid don't. And old. The the song. T- Where it came I from. I die on
0: stupid hills. My the my Travis Rockhold story. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> I wanted to just do the song while you get went on your rant, but yeah,
1: the person was crazy. That's too late now.
0: Yeah, that's the point. And lastly, don't forget, you can always leave a voicemail. Phone number is eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. That's Travis's direct line. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Wow. Say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you. I span you, and I mean it.